Craft Beer Radio, episode 387, on July 9th, 2016. And welcome to Craft Beer Radio. Well, <laughs> that was uh, King Missile with Detachable Penis. And this is our show. We have five versions of Fat Tire and something else. Something Jeff, what totally is this? Totally different. Else? You picked up a bottle called, oh, look at that. Fizzy, fizzy, whoa. Fizzy, mm-hmm. fizzy white clear liquid. Uh, truly spiked and sparkling with a hint of pomegranate. This is this is the truly spiked alcohol brand that is produced by Boston Beer. It is... Alcoholic soda water. Alcoholic soda water. Uh, it pours. It's stunningly clear. I can smell the, the pomegranate uh, perfume... That they uh, probably add because it does smell almost sticky. Ingredients: filtered water, beer made from cane, natural flavors. Wait, yeah, beer made from sugar cane, natural flavors, sugar cane, citric acid, and sodium citrate. So it is still so natural flavors means they they use some. Be rainous or whatever they want, <laughs> but, but they probably use some pomegranate in there. They don't say natural juices, though, right? I would not. I would not guarantee that there is actual pomegranates yeah. harmed it, in the making of this beverage. So it could just be something that tastes vague, some chemical combination that tastes vaguely like pomegranate. Five percent alcohol by volume. Uh, the interesting thing about it is it's, of course, gluten-free, but it's also 100 calories per serving uh, and two carbs per serving. So it's, if you just want to get drunk, uh, I think there are probably better with, like, if you just use spirits, that might give you, but that has a lot of calories, right. too. So it says beer from cane sugar, right? So, yeah. Or from sugar cane. So they probably uh, made a, a, you know, sugar cane liquor and mm-hmm. fermented it out with beer yeast and then... Filtered it until it was clear, added water, carbonated it. It's not that sweet. No. It does have some of that Alcopop alternative type flavor mm-hmm. to it. It also has a little bit of a mineral water or like Perrier type mm-hmm. of thing going on. Um, I Based on the smell, I was expecting the... The flavor to be a lot more powerful, but it it is la- I mean, it's still there, but it's it's still more of an essence than just like than a sugar water thing, right? Uh, but it still is like not exactly. <laughs> I don't know it. I wouldn't want to drink this like no. at a bar or something, but I. I could understand why somebody would opt for this if there was, say, Chorus Light was the only other option. Yeah. Might be able to make a mixer or something with it, too. Mm. That's a good call. You could use this for... You could use this in your old-fashioned or something, right? 
Yeah, I mean, I don't think personally that the alternative beverage flavor mm-hmm. would improve my mixed drink. I'd rather have just soda water and and whiskey or something. But there might be something. A mojito version of this is probably better than a pomegranate version of this. Probably it, it's the reason why I, I think that it might work in in like a in like an old fashioned or anything that uses some sparkling uh, water is is you know usually they use some um, sparkling water and some sugar cane or some sugar and this mm-hmm. is just you know a sugar beer essentially it's the beginnings of rum before you uh, before you distill it so right. So it could work because you instead of muddling sugar, you already have the sugar added. Heather picked up a case of Jed's Black Cherry Hard Soda. It's from Saranac. Mm-hmm. And when we were up there last fall, right, when I was talking with them, they mentioned how you know they were using. They make Saranac soda, and that's pretty good. You know, it's a cane sugar, full flavored soda, and they said they were basing it off of that. Something changed since October. <laughs> It had this artificial cherry type flavor to it, big alternative wine cooler type mm-hmm. flavor. It, it's awful. Uh, well, this is not. This is better than I was expecting to be because I was expecting it to be just awful. This is not distressing me in any way. It's better than your Mike's Hard Lemonade. Mm-hmm. It's it's less offensive. Because mm-hmm. it's not it's not really sickly sweet. Yeah. Um, I'd, I'd have to have not your father's root beer. Yeah. More recently than I have had to say whether I like this better. I I'm not a big fan of. I've had other. I've had better hard root beers than not your father's. That Abita one that we had was pretty good. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. I guess if I was going for an alternative, I might actually look into something like this. <laughs> if I was going for a alternative. If I was going for a alternative. If I had to. Would you like to use the dump bucket? I'll finish You're it. You're going to finish heck? it? Oh, go on. Go on the full two mile there. I went the distance. Okay, so now that that's out of the way, we're on to, you bought a whole bunch of these, well, I, I you bought them, but <laughs> you did buy them. I did. Uh, Fat Tire has this, they're celebrating the 25th anniversary of Fat Tire, is it? I'm not sure which anniversary it is, but yeah, they did a Friends of Fat Tire so they had five different breweries uh, go in and do collaboration beers with them. So we have, and so they were did a tap takeover at Double Wide Grill in Cranberry in Mars last night. So I went over there today, tasted them. You know, got these meowlers. They, they sell meowlers there, which are uh, mason jars, basically. Mm-hmm. And uh, instead of growlers, they're right. meowlers, right? Because they're smaller, and cats are smaller than dogs. Exactly. Uh, so I got them, brought them back. I didn't get a meal or a fat tire. I thought I could get a single at, at the grocery store. They didn't have singles there. I didn't want to buy a six-pack of fat tire. But while I was there, I saw a 12-pack of these beers, including fat tire, mm-hmm. for almost half the price I paid for these five meowers. So poor decision. At Not least very, you get a mason jar out yes. of it. Not a very... Oh, I have five now. Anytime there's a something on it, double wide, I just take this in and have them put it in there instead of in a glass. True. And... All right. So we have 
Allagash is fat funk. Avery is fat wild. Hopworks, fat sour apple. Firestone Walker's fat hoppy. And Rheingeist, fat pale. Yes. Where do we go? Where do we go? I think we want to start with the Rheingeist first, the fat pale. All right. Notice the color before we drink these. They're not all the same color. Yeah. All right, so let's see how well this Mjallar holds the carbonation. Okay, so the description here... Pretty good, actually. So Rheingeist is in... Uh, Cincinnati. We teamed up from Rheingeist Brewing from Cincinnati, Ohio. I think they met from. Uh, fat tire to the XP and A. Uh, they, they call it a Belgian-style XPA. A uh, combination of fruity Belgian yeast, European and Colorado malts, and uh, a healthy dose of fruity hops. 6% alcohol by volume. That's all I got so far. Uh, color. Most of these are going to be similar. This is a, a copper to... Yeah, this one... Lo- I mean, so three of these are like the color of Fat Tire. Yeah. And then... The sour apple and the fat hop, you're actually lighter in color. They're they're more orange than, than what fat tire is. Uh, it's got a, a larger head than normal. Mo- I think it's because of the because uh, we're pouring out of a mason jar, so it gets more yeah. agitated than a bottle. Has a very citrusy nose on it. Um, it almost smells like did I open the sour apple or something mm. like that. It's kind of a, it's a citrusy, but it's also, I guess, a touch of ginger or something like that. Oh, yeah, I can see where you're getting that from. I think that's mostly coming from, from the hops and, and the Belgian yeast is giving mm-hmm. off some, uh, some esters. But I see the connection to ginger. On the flavor, the toffee malts really come through. You can tell that this is similar to a fat tire. You know, it's lineage on a fat tire. The toffee is pretty strong. That's why I got the first sip. I immediately noticed the the Belgian uh, kick to it. Um, kind of had a way to describe that because, I mean, I know I know the first time I ever had it, and that was Raging Bitch, uh, where you had this mixture of hops with the Belgian yeast, and you had this interesting okay. kind of... right. Um, this interesting kind of kick that I haven't found a way to, to fully figure out how to describe yet. I mean, for me, Raging Bitch was the first one that I thought did it well. You know, we had Oblong Shu, Fenuthro, Hoppet before that, and probably a couple American Hoppy Belgians. And it just did, didn't seem like a style that worked for me personally. And then I had Flying Dogs, Raging Bitch. I'm like, oh, okay, that's how you do it. Right. It's almost like a celery note. Okay. Almost like a celery seed is kind of what I'm getting, right? Mm-hmm. There's something pretty, like, it's not potent. I think that the the malts are still winning out, but there's something that's almost like the hops are giving it a real, like, fruit oh, juice. did you take type. a picture? You didn't take a picture. I didn't. <laughs> we should take that picture while, while we're here. Anyway, as you were saying. Um, behind the, the malts is kind of a um, 
fruit juice mm. type flavor. Like I think the hops that Rheingeist used in this one is um, one of those ones that give it a really citrusy blast. You know, but it's it's not it's not too turned up to eleven like we get right, sometimes. Yeah. But it, but I'm getting those kinds of hops in there. So what are you thinking? Like a citra maybe or um, hmm. It's kind of yeah, I'm not getting it's any... dialed down yeah. that it's playing like a harmonizing role, so it's hard to really identify what it is. I think there's probably some mosaic in there for sure, though. I'm not getting much in the way of tropical, so that's why I was okay hesitating on mosaic. But uh, I mean, mosaic's such a versatile hop. Yeah, but I think the mos- I, th- I think the juiciness, kind of the the mm-hmm. fleshy, you know, while it's not too much tropical, like. I think, and I think it is leaning towards more citrusy. There is a note of like mango flesh in there. Okay. So, well, you know what it could be. Um, what's that? Uh, what's that? Nelson Savine. It could be that. Uh, yeah. I think, I think there's a little bit of a grape musk type thing going on. Okay. So when they first announced this. Um, friends of fat tire thing Lou Bryson like had an issue with it talking about I think I, I don't want to quote him wrong I should have I should have double checked because I knew I was going to talk about this but his issue was you know you want to sell fat tire he may have said that they're complaining that their flagship sales are, are flagging and how is making better versions or different <laughs> versions of fat tire are going to help sell fat tire. <laughs> um, I don't know if better is the right term. Right. But, but more interesting, more exciting versions of fat tire. Uh, I, I, it's a good question. I guess my assumption would be simply to call attention to the, to the brand yeah. and get, just sort of remind the world that it's out there and hope that that's enough. To just sort of yeah. by, osmo- by cultural osmosis get the fat tire could be. I mean, by the variety pack, you get yeah. two fat tires and ten of these beers. So I suppose that works. And since they're all based on fat tire, even even if you like some of them more than others, you'll still you're still going to be reminded of them when you just get regular fat tire. We'll see. I'm going by the logic, right, of, sure. of, of why I think they might do this. I think it's a cool collaboration. I think Fat Tire is a fine beer to riff on. But, and I don't care much about the business sense of the whole thing. I think it's a cool collab. It's just like the Latitude 48 Deconstructed. Yeah. I'm, like, happy yeah. to see these riffs, just like I was happy to see Sam Adams actually put out a Zeus single hop mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, things that were not very good in by themselves. I, I think that... Uh, in the the difference here is that these are all attempting to make interesting beers uh, instead of just you know an exploration of, of the hops. These are trying mm-hmm. to make interesting right. beers out of a fat tire. And well, they I, they kind of they kind of bring some DNA from the collaborating brewery. Right. You know, the Allagash one is using some of their house flavor, right? Because it's a it's a funky one. Um, same thing for Avery. You know, um, Firestone Walker 
did a hoppy one, you know, and they're known for right. they're pretty hoppy, you know, for their hoppy beers. So, you know, it's pretty cool to see how Rheingeist. I don't necessarily what they know what they're known for, other than making exceptional beer. <laughs> I haven't had their beers yet, but I mean, ever since they opened a couple of years ago, they've been pretty high on people's list of just making quality, quality like beer. See the brew gentleman do something with that tire. Uh, if you ever come to Pittsburgh, that's I think first on our list. Uh, I, I think you made a good point when you said something to the effect of "fat tire is a good canvas." Uh, because it's it's a, it's a decent beer, but it also is relatively it's bland enough that you could build on it, right? It, it has enough places that you could go. Right. It's it's like a chicken. A chicken doesn't have much flavor to it. I'm not saying Fat Tire is is as bland as chicken, but mm-hmm. I am. But Fat Tire doesn't compare super well to the stuff that we're used to today. However. As just a canvas mm-hmm. to paint on, right. it works. Okay, so we're on to the Sour Apple from Hopworks. So they use lactobacillus and apple juice. That might have been it. Okay. Lactobacillus and apple juice. So lacto, <laughs> lacto's uh, weird. a hot side one, right? Where, you know, Berliner Weiss type mm-hmm. thing. So they probably did some kind of kettle sour on this. Maybe they're fireworks outside. Oh, that's probably what it is. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> We're spending all this time trying to find out where the noise is coming from, and it's... Not air equipment at all. It sounds like a cable hitting the mic stand, but no, it's a firework. The aroma, this is called sour apple. Mm It doesn't smell too lactic. doesn't smell yogurt-y. It has... um, What are you talking about? It doesn't smell yogurt-y. Really? Oh, yeah. It smells... I'm smelling the toffee and some, like, green apple bubble gum. No, I smell I smell yogurt on top of okay. everything. I'm, I'm pretty it. sure there wasn't bottle stratification here. It was in a yeah. No, it shouldn't. It poured out a drop yeah. a couple hours ago. I'm looking for it. I'm not finding as yogurty as you know. I would expect. Okay, and the flavor, there is some tang there. Mm-hmm. I, I get the kind of creamy yogurt type flavor or mouthfeel in there. And the apple juice is, yeah, it's pretty like sour green apple, right? It's kind of a tart green apple type flavor. Not too, too sour. Then it comes into sort of the fat tire toffee. Mm-hmm. These sour versions of fat tire... They're going to be interesting because it's not a way I'd see Fat Tire going easily. I mean, it feels like you'd have to wrestle it into yeah. a, a, an accommodating sour. And I'm not sure I like this the way this evolves. Because to me, you know, you get that, that tart apple at the beginning. And you kind of want that flavor to continue. And instead it turns into this 
more melanoidian stuff that doesn't really work with the to me it doesn't really work with the the fruity parts that were there it feels like it feels like sort of eating a jolly rancher while you're eating a chocolate bar and it, it's too they're too far apart for mm-hmm. me to, to to really like them together yeah I, I hear what you're saying right it's like it's almost like they were aiming for let's let's go size yeah this because the beginning of the flavor starts to take you towards Goza or something along those lines. But then, instead of the salt pulling you back, it's this toffee thing. Mm-hmm. And it kind of sounds out of tune a little bit. Yeah. It's not bad. It just doesn't seem like it's tuned up. It almost... The weird thing is, it, it comes out at the end tasting kind of eggy. Eggy. Just... Maybe I guess that's the thing that comes to my mind. It, it, it's more more of the white of the egg, than yeah, like the yolk. Uh, like the white, but on a fried egg where mm-hmm. it's kind of a little bit charred. And... Right? Yeah. Yeah, I guess I guess it's there. <laughs> uh, not part know. of our normal vocabulary. I, I'm yeah, I'm not used to tasting uh, something uh, even like re- remotely eggy in beer, so it's not. Uh... Maybe I can warm up to it eventually, but right now, today, <laughs> not, um, yeah, not on my top list. Would you like the bucket? Mm-hmm. Please. So that was Hopworks Urban Brewery, or Hub. So, where do we go from here? I guess, uh, do we go another... Well, I'm wondering with a hobby. So I cheated. I had a, a little taster flight of these earlier today, so I have some insight on how. It's not cheating. <laughs> I, I know the um, and the characteristics. So let's do the Avery next. The Avery. Avery is, of course, out of Boulder, Colorado. They use Brett. In fact, Bremeniasis Bruxellinus Dree. To give, and they use, um, they don't, I wish they would give me more information on the hops and stuff they're using. Mm-hmm. This one's at 6.2%. Uh, the last one was at 59 So we're all hovering around 6 So it's funny because, you know, I had these at lunch, but I had little little samples and actually having it in our glasses the aroma like i didn't smell this aroma like there's a a bit of um a stinky cheese or foot type smell coming off of this and i didn't smell that today at lunch oh yeah there's definitely brett in here now it's apparent that those sounds are fireworks <laughs> the grand finale is going <laughs> off my uh communities community days are today and Heather took the kids out to go. You can't see them from here, but obviously you can hear them. Better vantage point to watch the fireworks. Yeah, so there's a... There's Brett, but it's kind of like... Yeah, definitely like a wash rind cheese. Kind of on the stinky side, you know, yeah. almost like a Limburger. But then I'm also getting other... Like the hops on it. Yeah, there, there's like a pineapple... Yeah, there's like yeah, like a pineapple hop or something coming out of it too, which I 
wasn't expecting. Like getting this beer in a full size glass with some headroom is opening it up so much more. And also, we were sitting out on the deck. We were under the awning. But I'm always so paranoid about beers getting skunked when I'm outside. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I have my arms around the tasting paddle and like napkins over the ones I'm not tasting yet. <laughs> and to be fair, you're also not doing the same kind of analysis that you are yeah. here. Yeah. So I just wanted to make sure that this show was worth doing yes, was the yeah. main thing. The more I smell it, the less of that Limburger feet smell I'm getting. Yeah, your nose gets used to that pretty quickly and you sort of just smell more of the hops. Not really getting much of the toffee notes of fat tired though. It, it, they're kind of overwhelmed by the other stuff mm-hmm. that's happening. Yeah, when you taste this, the mouth feels different. You know, mm. you're getting different yeast in there, right? So it's leaving different chains. This one definitely has a, a thinner body than the last two. It doesn't feel like the same beer. Yeah, and it doesn't really have too much of its. Pair, uh, you know, father ties to fat tire, right? It doesn't have that to- the toffee kind of got eaten up or something. Very much. And it has a kind of interesting uh, blueberry, almost dragon fruit finish to it. Um, mm-hmm. Where it's a nice, yeah, like a blueberry ish uh, end that doesn't, it's not too sour. Mm-hmm. But yeah, finishes, it, it feels very, very different than the other beers so far. Yeah, absolutely. This is the Wild from Avery in New Belgium collaboration. I wonder if people who are listening can hear all All the fireworks. They probably can hear it if they have their earbuds in. Sorry if that's annoying to you. We can't can't control everything. This is, I'm guessing you're enjoying this one more than the Sour Apple. A lot more. A lot more. Um, partially because it, you know, it doesn't, um, it doesn't revert into fat tire. Uh, it, it, it definitely changes, you know, as it goes along, but it, the whole thing makes sense. The whole mm-hmm. beer yeah. from beginning to end makes sense to me. Yeah, the and more no I drink eggs. it, the more I drink, <laughs> the more I drink it. I'm tasting some more malty things up front, but they're more biscuity yeah. than toffee. So, like some of those, you know, more caramelized sugar chains, I guess, are getting you know eaten by the the wild, you know, the wild um, fermentation. I, I'm I'm loving the the blueberry fruitiness that's coming out of this. I mean, I was smelling pineapple, but I'm not mm-hmm. tasting pineapple. I was tasting. Yeah, you're right. You're yeah, yeah. I'm not really tasting. That juicy hop that I was smelling. And I like your blueberry call. I don't think I would have nailed it on my own. It's, it's um, kind of like, uh, I guess, a little bit underripe blueberry. Yeah. You know, not super sweet. A little bit bitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm with, it, with you on that. This is good. I'd buy more of this. Oh, you gotta go double wide on the way home and get a growler, <laughs> or take these meowlers and get them filled up. Mm. This is yeah, I like this a lot because there's a lot to explore here. There's a lot to like about it. 
Um, from the uh, sour Averys that we have, does this one feel like house character? Do you feel Avery? So when I was drinking these earlier today, I did think that, oh, this feels like an Avery. Hmm. Now I'm not getting it so much. I mean, this is particularly, this is not sour at all, really. Yeah. Uh, well, I know that. But, I mean, we've had some wilds from Avery. Mm-hmm. Well, so when I had the taster pan, I was kind of like bouncing back and forth. So I was bouncing it off of the Allagash, and maybe that helped me mm-hmm. realize, you know, oh, that, or I convinced myself that it was a distinctly Avery flavor. I mean, Avery makes some great wild stuff. Um it's not as distinctive to me as say a, mm-hmm. a, a a rogue house flavor or a unibrew house flavor or something like that. Right. And you have to think of some of their wilds. You yeah, know, they've sent us a few over the last couple of years. Yeah. And you want to think about the wilds, but the sours. I can't think of the names off the top. But anyway, yeah. Earlier today, I thought, oh yeah, that tastes like Avery's wild character. But right now, I'm not really pegging it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. You can take your time with this one. I am going to take my time. Let's see if there's anything interesting in our news stuff. Uh, oh, Surly's making a because Anheuser Bush made they decided to make Budweiser and call it America, right? And so Surly is brewing hashtag America. I called it. I called that. Yeah. I'm like, as soon as they put that on, I'm like, there's 15 breweries working on America. And uh, certainly did check it out if you haven't seen the can. It's it's. Did you see the picture I put just below that? Yes, the, Tim from uh, Maggie's Farm Rum. I don't know if he shot the picture, or if he found the picture, if the picture was it was found footage, or if it was staged. But it's a, a Budweiser can crushed on the ground, you know, in, in the woods, or seemingly in the woods. It's in, yeah. a, in a mulch it, it, it almost yeah. looks like it's a staged photo. It's yeah. just it's too good. It, it's too good. It's too like. Easily representative of the bad parts of America, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but it uh, it's it's, a, it's an as as an image it tells a story, and in that case, it's a great photo. Yeah, it's a great photo. Whether it's found or not, I don't know. It could be art and still work. Mm-hmm. So I sent that first link. We can talk about this a little bit, right? So, uh, one of the guys was tweeting about Boston beer. And one of the guys, um, I don't want to necessarily. So some, some person, some beer blogger tweeted about Boston beer and how his stocks in the toilet. So, uh, Boston beer after slumping sale, continued slumping sales, Boston beer hires his first chief marketing officer. And the chief marketing officer was former, um, exec from Moet Hennessy. So now they're hiring, you know, big booze business. Uh Uh-huh. You know, marketing execs. I mean, they probably know their stuff to market things. Well, it's no longer the case that Boston Beer is the biggest player in the craft market. Yeah. Uh, so they they have competition with more money than they do. Yeah, that's a good point, right? Because previously... They were a big fish in a small pond, so when the pond got bigger, they soaked up additional Mm -hmm. revenues. Now, there's a bunch of big fish in the pond. But just more and more stories about Boston beer. And, you know, we're not Sam Adams apologists or anything. We just talk about 
the beers and a lot of the Sam Adams beers that we've tasted. They've been quality beers. There's been some that weren't quality. Yeah, yeah. They're not all awesome. Not every single one. But, you know, they're not making crap. They're in a tough spot. They're in a real tough spot. Mm -hmm. I feel bad for them in a way because they are making quality beers. But it, it it seems like their approach is a little too old fashioned for this market which it's it seems weird to say old fashioned when it's you know making ten... making 50 beers a year yeah. is old fashioned yeah. what uh it this is this is a market that is i mean they're i mean look at what they're doing with this you know with this truly right they're they're expanding they're trying different yeah, things truly is weird i mean you know jim cook you know said in that one expose right where like he doesn't like that he's in the cider business he mm-hmm. doesn't yeah you know, he probably doesn't like that he's in the alcohol bi- or in the alcopop business i don't know how to really like you said like the your point of view i'm starting to appreciate where you know this isn't a club this isn't guys sure there's a lot more passion in craft beer mm-hmm. than in not craft beer yeah but if you can't run a business, you're not going to be able to do your passion for very long. At the end of the day, it's still a business. Right. And uh, the the prime selling point, when it, when it was clubby, you could be clubby. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is a much bigger thing now. You want to get the rest of the water out of your glass there? This is a... Uh, pour it out. So... I don't know. We'll, we'll see how it happens. I'm, I'm super intrigued by by the the story, uh, and and we're living it. So that's you know, it's always fun to to live in interesting times. All right. So we are drinking uh, Fat Funk from Allagash in New Belgium. Allagash is out of Portland, the main one. All right. So. They use Rabaniasis Allagash. Allagaganus. Yeah, it's it's, their own. Yeah, yeah, their house train. Collected off the louvers in their cool ship or whatnot. Okay, so they start with a a Dedole House Belgian yeast strain and then bottle condition with the bread. But I, I don't know exactly what they're doing for the keg version, but I assume they have some. That, that's a good question. Um, obviously not bottle condition, but yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe they're bright tanks for the kegs. They they dose it in and let it sit. For, uh, who knows? We're just just as guessing at this point. This one has six percent alcohol volume. The Brett character in this one is more of what you expect from Brett. With all the Avery's Brett character was. Uh, Limburger and feet. Mm-hmm. This one is is more barnyard or yeah. farm. You know, barn. You know, you're getting some woody, some leathery, some dusty, some straw. You're getting those kinds of aromas off this one. You know, we don't use horse. I think horse blanket has fallen out of favor. As a term, I don't see uh, it's it fallen out of our favor. I think it's fallen out of everyone's favor. I haven't seen it too much lately. But, you know, there's a bit of a, a dander type aroma coming off of okay, this. Okay, sure. Right? And maybe that's maybe that's a better way to say horse blanket, you know, like <laughs> hair and dander and 
that kind of thing. Mm. Instead of a sweaty, nasty horse blanket. More traditional breading, I would say. More <laughs> it, it, the 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 Brett character comes through a little bit mm. of that uh, that that dusty that that ropey yeah uh, kind of thing. There's some like pear and uh, like you know pear and apple are very close to each other. Um, I like the pear. There's a touch of, I'd say there's some blackberry coming off of it. A little watermelon. Yeah. Yeah, a, a decent uh, kind of fruity thing. You can you can now you can taste again the fat tire here. You can taste that toffee undertone. Uh, I'll have to look for it. I haven't noticed it yet. As opposed to um, the the Avery, where it was like. It was gone. Yeah, I guess if I look for it, I kind of get that kind of um, toffee. Actually, for me, it's coming across more of an oat, like an oatmeal, like a stone ground type flavor. I would say it's it it it's to me it's it's more like a a syrup soaked pancake kind of mm, underneath. Okay. This is the Fat Funk with Allagash in New Belgium. This one does have some some pretty pretty aggressive flavors in it. You know the funk. You know it, yeah. it's it's a lot of that barnyard type aroma flavor. It's it's funny to me because flight is playing a major role here. Because after the Avery, this just doesn't seem as as transformative. Okay. It it I mean I, I get where they're going with it, but it it I didn't... picked the order because this one was I knew this one was more formidable mm-hmm. and I didn't want the Avery to seem washed out. Oh I understand. So. Yeah. But um even even with that said, the Avery was really, really impressive to me. And mm-hmm. this is this is fine, but I'm not like I'm not on that level of impressed right. like Whoa! This is this is only every like... sip is a punch mm-hmm. of this this Brett, right? You know, um, parchment and yes, leather, yes, and like a bit of grapefruit rind, and yeah. some of those undertones of that you know that, that pear and that watermelon and. and uh, Some some other kind of melon too, maybe a little bit of cantaloupe. Yeah, I can get I can get behind a little bit of cantaloupe. I'm still thinking that blackberry flavor is in there. I'm trying to find that, and I'm not I'm not hitting that. Maybe I'm a little bit like think about the seeds and everything, right? Mm-hmm. Not just blackberry juice, but like right. the whole berry, the skins, the yeast, the seeds. That's kind of where I'm at. That reminds me of a story. About how they used to make blackberry jam when there wasn't any blackberries available. Oh, yeah. And 
they would use a combination of berries in order to to make the the pits. They would use little tiny pieces of wood. <laughs> Pencil shavings, right? Yeah. So that is the only way I can sort of see it is that there's a little bit of mm. a woody thing. Because I guess the blackberry seeds are kind of woody. Oh, sure. Yeah. So um I mean, yeah. If you're just talking about the seeds, I can see where that comes from. But the the the, the fruit, I'm not getting much of the black blackberry fruit. Well, on the after aftertaste, I talked into it, didn't I? A little bit. It just shows you the power of suggestion. All right, where were we? <laughs> where were we? We were on uh, one of these fat tires. <laughs> we were on uh, the. Let's see if I have it right. Yeah, this is the uh, not Avery. Put in a little thing Alec. for some editing. Um, Heather came home from the fireworks, and Max had skinned his elbow. And five year olds do not like hydrogen peroxide, mm. so we just had a screaming That's fit cool. where I held him and all that fun stuff. And now we don't recall exactly where we're at. Alagash. The uh, fat, fat funk. funk, fat funk. All right. So the final final beer is uh, Firestone Walker's collaboration with New Belgium. All right, Firestone Walker out of Paso Robles, California. You know the guys that make Pivo Pills oh, and yeah, Double Barrel sure. and Velvet Merkin. Parabola. So they say they uh, put a lot of hops in here and then added a lager yeast. Added a lager yeast? Yes. That, that's taking some liberties with the old fat tire. So it's like a commons kind of. Oh, it's hoppy. It, it is hoppy. Is hoppy. This one is at 6%. We didn't talk about the colors much. This, this is more towards the... I mean, they're all kind of... This, Two of them were lighter, right? Yeah. It was the Avery and the Firestone Walker yeah. were more orange than brown. Yeah. But it's still all, all like a bronzish uh, two. Mm-hmm. I mean, this smells like a, a Cascade show. Simcoe. Yeah. Not too sulfury. But, I mean, there's that kind of... There's, a, there's probably Amarillo in here. There's a little bit of dankness to it, but not too oniony or sulfury. Right. And there's some citrus that's coming through in the aroma. Actually, I just got a little bit of perfume, a little bit of rose or something just popped in there, too. Oh, yeah. It smells good. It does. It smells significantly hoppy. The lager yeast makes sense. Kind of, it sets the focus on the camera yeah. a little bit. Um, I didn't have that information when I had the f- taster sample or earlier, but it it brings it to be a little bit more. Instead of being IPA, there's the malt tastes a little yeah. more Pilsner malt taste or something like that. There's, it's something of a lighter touch, mm-hmm. I guess. It it's, it, it doesn't, it's not as, doesn't have the, the same kind of mouth feel. Mm-hmm. 
this beer is definitely not hopped like Pivo yeah. Pills. You wonder if like maybe they would take Pivo and and Fat Tire and blend them together. This thing is not hopped like Pivo. But the lager yeast kind of gives you that feel like it's probably the one they use for Pivo. With like you said, with the lager yeast, it, it's hard to detect the sort of toffee notes. They're not as as broad. They're they're less. <laughs> so it's, it's less sort of expansive. I guess if you could say ale gives you more of a more deviation from from some sort of average. It, the lager gives you less deviation, but sort of more, it, it it sticks in that a little bit more. Yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying. I'd like to disagree a little bit but generally agree with what you're mm-hmm. saying and that is because it's not a very estuary yeast the very beginning of the flavor you taste the base malt more yeah right okay sure and then saying the lager yeast wipes out the toffee i would say the hops wipe out the toffee particularly but i don't get anything at the end either like normally, I would get like this. I mean, the, the end is is moderately bitter or significantly bitter. There's mm-hmm. this long bitterness that just pulls through way into the aftertaste. Well, I'm, so my example, you know, I'm, I'm coming like with the, with the sour apple mm-hmm. that you know had this other stuff at the beginning, and then the toffee really asserted itself at the end, uh, and. Even with the um, yeah okay, so this one doesn't pull back, but I would have I would even with the Rheingeist that. The, the, the fat pale the, the the toffee asserted yeah. itself. At the end. I think the Rheingeist tasted most like fat tire. Yeah, right because it it kept. Mo- I wish I, I mean it's not your fault. But I wish we had fat tire here to compare, just to to be sure about that. But I think you're yeah. right. It had the most of the fat tire character, and then had this hop you know hop forward character like uh, overlay on it, and then like this guy. It's barely recognizable. Mm-hmm. The last three were barely recognizable compared to Fat Tire. This is the Firestone Walker uh, Fat Hoppy. A very bold way to take Fat Tire. Yeah. It, it's... Like I said, I, I I can see the marketing idea behind it, whether it will work or not. That's I'm, I'm just saying, if you're Matt Brindleson and you have the opportunity to riff on Fat Tire, say, let's do this. Let's make a common. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's it, it's actually really drinkable. It's probably one of the um, one of the most. It's probably the most drinkable, the straight drinkable of these. Although the, maybe the... I mean, this has like a double IPA type hop character. Maybe the Ryan Geist might be. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I like that. Yeah. So for drinkability, let's see. Where would I put that? I mean, the Ryan Geist went down pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Um, this one, I, I think that the bitterness in this one takes away from the drinkability, like what I consider for drinkability. I like it a lot. It's probably going to be my top rank, but you know, I just don't feel right calling it drinkable. Well, see, the reason why is because when when something's bitter like this, but it's not a bitter that that uh, that um, I dislike. When there's a really sticks out, it it makes me like like chips, like potato chips. It makes me want to drink mm-hmm. more. It makes me want to keep that going. So that's why I say drinkable. Okay. 
so it's not I guess it's not the the quaffability it okay. was more the I uh, the assertion to drink 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 <laughs> right right okay that was a very interesting flight mm-hmm. um check out that variety pack and buy the variety pack because it's a lot cheaper than getting a bunch of pint growlers filled <laughs> at your local yes. bar um and you get fat tire in there too all right so let me stick these post-it notes back out we got the fat hoppy from firestone mm-hmm. we got the fat funk from allagash the fat wild from avery the sour apple from uh hopworks hopworks urban brewery and Rheingeist did the fat pale all right, so in the last place, for me, it, it's a pretty easy one. I'm going to put the Sour Apple in last place. Uh, it wasn't bad, but compared to the other and beers. And don't forget the Truly. Oh, oh, the Truly. Okay. I'm going to put the Truly in last place. <laughs> um, spiked in sparkling soda water with cane sugar-derived beer and whatnot. It wasn't a train wreck. It wasn't awful. But it's, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. And then second to the last place, the first real competitor is the Sour Apple from uh, Hopworks Urban Brewery. Uh, this guy, it just seems a little disjointed. All the other beers, I think, were more uh, well put together than that one. That one kind of had really rough edges, kind of felt jammed in there. In the next spot, tough one. I'm trying to figure out. I'm going to put the Allagash in fourth place. I liked it. Um, Having eight ounces of it as opposed to a tiny little sample. I think the Brett was a little heavy handed. Mm. And it was fine, but... um, the Rheingeist, where it was actually more subtle, I, I think that it was uh, better, dr- more drinkable than the Allagash was. The Rheingeist had those really juicy hops, like probably mm-hmm. a mosaic blend. Uh, it was still mostly citrus and pineapple, right? So, you, you know, those kinds of hops, but, you know, there was some tropical fruit in there as well. Second place, I'm going to put the uh, the Avery, the Wild uh, Ale. Truly Hopworks Allagash would be truly third place. Hopworks Allagash, Rheingeist. Okay. I was talking about the Rheingeist just there. Okay. And then uh, second place is going to be the Avery. Uh, This one was really complex. You know, you got a lot of Brett. They weren't the heavy-handed Brett that we saw in the Allagash. A little more nuanced, more fruity, and quite enjoyable. But I really like this Firestone Walker... um, uh, hop, fat hop. I, I think that the hop flavors in this guy was was the standout of the show, uh, just by a little bit, and that's my ranking. All right. So I'm going to mostly agree, but slightly disagree. I'm actually going to put the hopworks in last place because I poured it out. I I did not like the combination. Okay. I, I re, you know, it, it it rubbed me the wrong way. So I can't. I had to put the Truly in front yeah, of it. Yeah, you drank the Truly. So I drank the Truly. Uh, I think the Truly is one of the better 
<laughs> I put better in quotes here, but one of the better uh, alternatives, alternatives uh, because it's just not very offensive. It, it's 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 just it's kind of nothing, and and that's fine. I'm fine with nothing. Uh, nothing is better than something that's gross. And uh, so the, we're getting on to the other stuff. I agree with you that Allagash is number four. I, I just kind of feel like um, it might have been higher if it wasn't against the Avery. Okay. To me, the Avery uh, succeeded in, in every possible way. Uh, yeah, I mean, the Allagash had a couple flaws. The yeah. Avery really nailed yeah. using a wild and didn't feel heavy-handed. It really did a good job. And it was really different too. It was it was pretty unique, and mm-hmm. what, what, where the A three sort of came across as okay, yeah, we added bread to it. Um, the Allagash, the Allagash, yes. Uh, Avery, they're so they have the names and everything. They start with A. <laughs> uh, make uh, beer. Why do they all make beer? In three, the, the Rheingeist. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I like the hopping. Um, it, it it was the most like fat tire, uh, but it was. It was nice and, and drinkable. Uh, I'm going to put this this Firestone Walker in second place. Like I said, I, I really, um, I I like the hopping on it, uh, even though you know it, it's it's sort of um, with the lager yeast, it gives it an interesting take on. Uh, I guess it'd be sort you could call it a uh, phase two IPL almost, right? In terms of the, right. the, the hopping, sure. Um, but in number one, that Avery was fantastic. That uh, <laughs> that sort of blueberry that was going mm-hmm. through, and sure. and the way that it—I uh, mean, yeah, it didn't smell great, but man, did it taste great. Mm-hmm. And I wanted more of that. I, I, I like. I want a six pack of that. I want to have that beer. So that that's that's my ranking. All right, sounds good. We didn't do our Amazon commercial. Uh, CraftyRadio.com/slash/Amazon. Uh, if you want to contact us, get weird out. We could play fat for fat tires. Oh, okay. <laughs> Craft Beer Radio is released under the Creative Commons license. Visit craftbeerradio.com for more information. If you want to contact us, email beer at craftbeerradio.com. Twitter at Jeff Bear. Oh, at CBR Greg. At Crafty Radio. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We really appreciate it. And a uh, whole bunch of those free trial links in the uh, the notes of the Anybody show. Anybody use those in there? I didn't check. So, we'll check before the post show. Tune in the post show for Amazon Anonymous and to learn if anyone... Well, we still do Amazon Anonymous? We should. It's fun. You don't like it anymore? Anyway. Eh, you know, I mean... Right. we. <laughs> Oh shit.